Welcome to Middle of the Curve. My name is Sean, and I, along with my co-host Ali, are a pair of incredibly average law students that want to make the law a little more digestible. Not only do we discuss oddly specific and frankly silly areas of law, but we also talk about current events and random topics that come along. Huge disclaimer, neither of us are lawyers, and nothing we say on this podcast should be interpreted to be legal advice. This was made purely for entertainment and slight educational purposes. We hope you enjoy, and a huge shout-out to Emily Powell and Dr. Cope for the music in the background. What's up, Ollie? Uh, nothing much. Just, you know, quarantine. Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah Sean, how are you? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I, am, I, am, I am here. We officially ended our 1L year. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, we are now rising two L's. Uh, well, so naturally, pending, I thought... Pending grades. That's fair. That's, com- that's completely fair. We have a lot to talk about. We do. It's a pretty exciting, exciting time to be alive, I think. Because okay. when, when, when we're inevitably part of the history books... Oh, I can't wait. They can point at us and say, look at what these two idiots did with their time. And then we got to talk about our, our 1L experience. You know, as, as 1Ls that have just finished in the last two days, their, their first year of law school, and are incredibly average in, in the grades department. Would you say we're middle of the curve? I think, I think we might say that, trademark. Um, we're not trademark. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think so. <laughs> I have taken, I have taken some classes on intellectual property, and we are not, in fact, a trademark. We are, we are the most well set up to discuss the intricacies, the pros, the cons of different law school classes. Mm. And I think that it's our duty, one might say. It is our duty. And if we did not do it, it would be a breach of that duty. Mm. And there would be irreparable harm caused directly and proximately by us. But for cause damages. Yep, that was. I think that was where I was going with that. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we're not going to be alone, Ali. Oh. Our first esteemed guest lecturer, Miss Fiftieth Percentile herself, good friend of good friend of the show, good friend of us. And what is she going to talk about, Ali? Yeah, she's going to talk about the you know first the coronavirus to like just give her input, and then we're going to give her you know a medium to talk about something that's very dear to her heart very exciting ali i you know i forget this all the time are we giving out legal advice on this show no absolutely not i don't have to pass the bar exam (laughs) legal advice would you say that this is purely for entertainment purposes and should not be uh taken as any sort of legal advice or any advice you are correct your honor wow thank you counsel um but i I thought we'd, we'd first start with What's obviously the most important thing going on right now, which is the coronavirus. So if you want to instruct me, mainly, because everyone knows what's going on, kind of the background of what's Mm -hmm. going on, because this will, of course, be when this inevitably could become some sort of historical documentation of our time. Mm -hmm. I want the aliens who take over this planet to be able to watch or listen to this podcast and be like, oh, that that happened. So would you please give the future alien listeners a synopsis of what's going on? 
Oh, absolutely. Hello, aliens of the future. I really hope this shows up in like some elementary school. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or they have, they have to listen to us to this and then take notes and write a summary about what they learned about the coronavirus. It's only fitting. So in, in a overly summarized fashion, the coronavirus was a, pan, a pandemic that really took over the entire world. It started off in impacting uh, Chinese cities. As of right now, as of May of 2020, it's rumored to be started in Wuhan, China. They don't know if it started in bats or in a lab. Fuck bats. It very quickly spread throughout the entire world. It hit uh, big parts of Europe pretty hard and then it spread all the way to the United States, which now has, as of May of 2020, has the highest death toll and case number of any other country in the world. Different countries have taken different approaches of how they're mitigating it. As of May 2020, <laughs> the United States has started to reopen the government, even though cases haven't dropped off significantly. The great state of Texas has been open for, for weeks now, right? Yeah, they closed down for two weeks and then they, no, it was more than two weeks. I think it was like a month, but everywhere else closed for like six weeks. And then like Texas was one of the last states to close, but they were, if not the first to open. I don't think they were the first, but one of the first to open. God bless Texas, you know? So what's it like living in a post-apocalyptic Texas? It's a struggle. We see zombies every day. You have to walk outside with your chainsaw and your bow and arrow. Keep a sword (laughs) strapped to your back. I haven't gone outside. I saw like some friends yesterday and they had they had driven in separate cars stayed in the car and i was like on my front porch and we we're just like talking to each other <laughs> very socially distant it was wow at least great. at least you're taking the cues of social distancing yeah there's a lot of people who aren't a lot of people are like they're going right back to normal they're going to restaurants again like the very first day everything opened they immediately went so there's like a Mexican restaurant here called Rosa's. It's very popular. It's like a chain. Very good food. That's a side. We are not endorsed by Rosa's. Yeah, we are not endorsed. But not they, yet, yet. The, the, these people, they just, they acted like nothing happened. And they were like, we're not going to wear a mask. We're not going to do anything. And then they go to the grocery store. They're not wearing masks, but a lot of people wear gloves. And you're like this, <clears throat> uh, it's a respiratory disease. I don't know. Hey, but at least their hands are clean. Yeah, but it's affected a lot of things. So, like, for you, I'm sure it's affected your gym. gym yes. Oh, my bit. gosh. I won't go into detail because we've already discussed this, but it's, it's a mess, man. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm a pretty one-dimensional guy. I like to make up for my lack of personality by going to the gym. And now I have neither. And it's actually just really, it's just a, a straight negative for me. But... The only reason I, I know anything about the Reopen Ohio plan is because of how it affects my gym. Uh, that's 100% the only reason. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't need to go to restaurants. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, but it's weird because the the Reopen Ohio, and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pull this, this up real quick. Get, get, get pumped. Here we go. Uh, it doesn't include gyms. Oh, it's no. just not on the list. No, but the like, if you if you look at the website, the official Reopen Ohio website, the Reopen Ohio is a very um, 
elaborate and sorry, restart Ohio. I apologize. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna list out the primary categories for you. Okay, I'm ready. Manufacturing, distribution, and construction. That's one. Okay. Consumer, retail, and services. What is that? It's like stores. Okay. It's like uh, you're on well. H&M. So yeah, so that would that would be where where your personal care service of H&M would probably fall under. Okay. And it doesn't, it doesn't, because it's under the assumption, I believe, that they're still open. So there's not like an open date because it's only just, it's just a bunch of guidelines, like uh, how you must ensure six feet of distance between employees and stuff. Okay. The next one is general office environments, hair salons, day spas, nail salons, barbershops, tanning facilities. And then the last one is restaurants and bars. And I don't, you tell me where the gym falls in that list because I... I don't think I could figure it out. There was the legislative's intent to ban gyms. Yeah, I guess that's what they're trying to say is that they're they're never reopening. I guess it's like I don't know, maybe that was their intent because it's it's harder to consistently clean those sort of places than it is for a hair salon and that sort of thing because so many people go to gyms, so many people touch different things and they breathe on it and they they sweat over them. You're making a lot of sense, Ollie, but uh, <laughs> you're also not telling me what I want to hear. That's, that's uh, not, I'm not okay with that. I'm sorry, Sean. Um, it's uh, they're they're discriminating against just your gym. Yep, just yep. your. That's gym. it. Oh, they see, were, that makes me feel so much Sean better. Sean wants to go to this gym, yep. and we need to shut it down. We can't can't have that. Thank you, Ollie. That that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a struggle. All right. My life is so hard, all right? To wake up, not do anything, and I, I definitely have equipment to, to train at home, and I just don't, I can't do it. Probably more relevant now is how it's affected our education. You know? Oh, yeah, just going online schooling was not, not ideal, not, not a good time. It was so hard to pay attention. It was just, you were doing the most just to do the bare minimum, if that made yeah. sense. Like, I'm pretty sure the ABA, the American Bar Association, like doesn't accredit online law schools. Like they just don't. But now every law school is online. So I can see, I can understand where they're coming from when they don't like to accredit online law schools. Yeah. Because holy shit, it was terrible. And, and 100% of it, I wouldn't say the classes were substantially worse online and in both in person. The, the issues fell with us 100%. I had no motivation. Yeah, I think I agree with what you said. The bare, it, took, it took a lot to do the bare minimum. Well, it's also like when you're going to school, part of like the motivation to go to the actual school and not to just like completely skip classes is like you get to see your friends, you get to do that. I get to see my friends in small Zoom screens. They're like, oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Definitely helps a lot. And it's just a different mentality, man. Like when you walk through those doors, you're like, all right, this is like school time. It's go time. And now there is no school time. It's, it's the Wild West. You know, you technically have to go to class every day, but some of our classmates uh, decided not to, and some uh, decided to have open microphones and say, (laughs) 
um, rather mean things to guest speakers. How did you like the Zoom School of Law? Ollie? There was pros and cons, mostly ooh, cons, ooh. but there were some hit me, pros. Hit, hit me with it, all right? What are some? What are some of the pros? Some of the pros, like you could, you I didn't have to feel like I needed to dress up every day to go did to you, class. Did you feel that need before? Well, yeah, I kind of did because it's like I go to class. I want to present myself as someone who like cares uh, somewhat. So like I try to dress in a way that I was like, oh, we put some effort into like mm-hmm. what he wore. So like I would wear, I don't know, like skinny jeans and like a button up shirt or like something that is quote unquote fashionable for that time of year. But then now I didn't really need to do it. We only had one class where people, one class? Yeah, one, pretty much one class where people would see you and old, even then, it was friend. like that dropped off, and most people you wouldn't see like most stopped, people at right. the end of it. And it probably didn't help that you had like jerks, like really mean dudes who just dress up in suits like every day. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I sat near um, this one kid before mm-hmm. we went remote, and he was just waltzing with the suit and <laughs> his lunch that his mom made him. Yep. And I'm like, yo, bro, some of us are out here struggling. <laughs> Yeah, whoever that is, he's probably a real jerk. Um, I think another pro was like, especially for leg reg, you could do whatever you wanted. So like yep. if you had, if you were more of like a night person or a morning person, you could just knock that out whenever you were, you felt most, most productive instead of like having to go to the class. Mostly, it being mostly pros, the amount of effort to just pay attention in the mm-hmm. class, not even to take notes, just to pay attention yep. to like understand what's going on was insane. You were, it was like you were half ass watching a YouTube video about right. a subject, but it was every class, every subject. And I am pretty sure my exams reflected that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure civil <laughs> procedure was just, oh, it was just a dumpster fire. I just remember getting to that first multiple choice question, not reading the answer choices, just reading the questions like, which of the following is false? And I just started tearing up. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it definitely uh, varied between classes. Like I felt like there were some classes I, I could, or as, as one of our, one of our fellow classmates so graciously put it when his mic was like active during one of the guest lectures i'm half paying attention to this while playing this game i feel like (laughs) is is kind of he speaks for all of us i think in a way when he said that out loud to the guest lecturer in front of his class of 50 people. Do you see he left the call? Oh, did he? I'm not naming names, but like... Yeah, I'm not either. I realized when you said Mike, and I was like, that wasn't Mike. <laughs> yeah. He left the call. He literally left the... Like, when that happens, he just left and then came back later. Like, he, he didn't mute himself. He just he just left the call. I, I guess he just didn't want to, like, face the repercussions of having that be said out loud to everybody. It was kind of funny. And it was the last day of class. Oh, yeah. That was- oh, yeah way to capitalize big, on big the yikes. last Zoom call that we had. Yeah, you almost made it. You almost did it. <laughs> we almost did it. I literally had to take my headphones out. It was too much. <laughs> it was funny. And there were instances like that. I was like, that's also kind of a bit of a pro is you would see things that you otherwise wouldn't in a classroom setting. Like, I would never have imagined Mike in this scenario. 
him uh, doing something like that. But then you would see, like, I was doing my oral argument for uh, Leap, and my the person I was going against while I was giving my argument her cat came into the frame and I just stopped because I could, I was about to laugh and mm-hmm. I could just see both of uh, the professors and the adjunct professor was just like, what is happening? This is awful. <laughs> yeah, obviously um, not ideal. What would you say? So what would you say is, was the class you could pay attention to the least being remote? Cause I think mine is definitely property property yeah, yeah. It's definitely property mostly because like i never felt like i was gonna get cold called so i didn't didn't feel like i had to pay attention out of fear like like with civ pro i felt that you know mostly because of the professor uh that i was gonna get called on and i did <laughs> i did get called i did get cold called while we were while we were, where we were zooming in but never a property so i i definitely feel like that's the one i, I had the most trouble paying attention to and it showed on my exam when i had no idea what anything was so it's fine. Yeah, the fear of Cipro was definitely that was that was always good. And then I ended up bringing my dad to that one class. She just <laughs> the, took the, the bait. expert witness. She took the bait. Like I, all I did was mention that my dad served as an expert witness once, and then she was like, "Oh, can you go bring him?" I was like, yeah, go get him like right now. And then <laughs> your dad didn't even talk about being an expert witness because they didn't even like use him or something. Yeah, it's a it's a classic Middle Eastern dad scenario where yeah. he says a lot of things but doesn't really answer the question. He only <laughs> answers his own questions that he has. So what are the what are the cons other than other than the lack of? Are there any other cons that you have other than the lack of participation or or being able to pay attention? Uh, especially when it came down to like exam time, you couldn't really meet easily with like your your friends or like, hey, I don't understand this or even getting a hold of a professor when you didn't when you had a question you that you wanted answered you had to email them and they get so many emails as it is like you would get lost i get i think it was like three or four times i'd email the professor and it just slipped through the cracks yeah i definitely i definitely feel that especially with with leg greg i definitely felt like i had no idea what was going on so honestly i i think that was the class i could have i paid attention to the most really because you could play it on your own time and i made i made an effort to watch the videos but then whenever i knew i was like phasing out i would pause it go do something else mm-hmm. and then come back and then see that's smart that's 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 again. that's real smart i wish i had that kind of uh dedication <laughs> i just played well, it in the background I can tell you for a fact it did not help me on that exam. <laughs> that nothing could second, nothing could have helped you on the exam. That second essay was just a dumpster fire of an yeah, answer. Was, and I was like, well, was there you go. Not I still, I oh my god, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your favorite one O class, Ali? What do you think? Favorite one O class. It's gonna be so flipping subjective. <laughs> oh I, I, this is no i i don't think people will agree with me on this mm-hmm. i really liked our leap class i like the legal oh. writing class i've, I I've heard it. very mixed mixed things about it i loved it i had the professor that almost nobody liked and i i vibed with him so well i thought he was helpful and i don't think he's a bad professor i just think that he doesn't his teaching style wasn't the same 
as mm-hmm. people wanted it to be. And honestly, a lot of our class was kind of unwilling to adapt to that. Sure. And he 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 adapted to everyone else's learning style the second semester. And I've heard from a lot of people who was like, oh, I kind of appreciated like how much work he put into it. But you know, from the get go, lo- I loved having him as a professor. It was just you never knew what was coming out of his mouth. You were like, what are you talking about? And he made you struggle to right. understand what he was talking about. And then like the first couple of weeks were like, why, why are you doing this? And then you come to realize it was like, oh, this is what I'm going to have to do the rest of my yeah. life. No one's <laughs> going to tell me what's wrong. Right. Yeah, that is that is quite the hot take, Ollie. That's for sure. Oh, I can't imagine legal writing is is the uh, the go to when when people think of it. Definitely not mine. Um, mostly because I'm just bad at it. Uh, oh, that might have been it, too. I was good at it. I was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, hey, you know, we like what we're good at, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, what is your, so what's next after that? What would you say is, is like right below that? Crim, definitely crim. crim. I did the worst in crim out of all the exams that we took. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say worse. Points-wise, I did the worst. Middle of the curve, baby. <laughs> Definitely middle of the curve. But um, yeah, it made you think a lot more than how I did before. Like in undergrad, you would, I took, I, I, I was a political science major and mm-hmm. a lot of the topics that we had were pretty biased and they were pretty one-sided with the conversation. He knew where they were heading to. But then mm-hmm. especially when we got to the sexual assault unit where it was a very touchy subject and then he asked, does to make an argument for the defense for the guy who was accused of sexual assault. So then it's just like this whole discussion, like all these social policies are put into it. And it was a very fascinating class. But I remember going over my exam and I d- did not do very well. And I was like, how did I get this grade in the class? But then you realize everyone doesn't do well yeah. in that class. You're like, it's yeah. lit. You know, if everyone gets a 20, then nobody gets a 20. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, I mean, criminal was was very exciting. That's for sure. Right, after After that, and you have to be careful because because I, I don't think that this should be based necessarily solely on the professor. Mm-hmm. I think it should be based on what, what the material you enjoyed the most as well. I think that's also should be a concern. It's hard to take the professor out of it, but that's so subjective to our classes. Yeah. I would say one of the electives I took would be next. I took Wait, which the was that? Courts, courts Public Policy and Social Change class. Mm. So it was like, it was kind of... Honestly, it was kind of like a history lesson of the NAACP's campaign to desegregate schools. And it was just really fascinating of like how things changed, how judges have changed their opinions and how a lot of people ended up, um, a lot of judges have been saying what ended up being the result for a very long time, but they couldn't institute the policy. They had to wait for an attorney to argue and they had to wait for different legislatures to pass more liberal policies of that time so it does sound like that sounds actually it sounds like kind of like my my elective it's very uh policy driven class my contemporary issues of criminal law class i'm surprised it's not higher on your list then you seem very passionate about it i think it's mostly because i just really enjoyed like the legal writing and crim that much like i i still really enjoyed that elective class but Oh, the rest of the classes. I was um, gonna say, is it a, is it a quick drop off? Like it's like these oh, those three quick. are on a pedestal, and then the rest are just the rest of them. It's gonna be tough to choose for sure. I have a guess at what your least favorite's gonna be, but 
I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to guess yet. I think the next, next two, next three on the mm-hmm. list that are tied. Okay. For fourth would be leg reg towards and property, and then oh. Pro would be last. Cipro's the last. I I pegged you as having leg reg as last, but I realized you did the most efforts to enjoy it. Maybe that's just me um, projecting my own <laughs> opinion. Uh, so uh, why why are contracts leg reg and property tied? Um, uh, leg reg. I'm like, Greg, I was going to put forth to begin with. I was I was supposed to be a political science master's student. I was supposed to get a right. master's in that mm-hmm. first. And this is pretty much what it what the class was. was. Like, you have to argue of like, oh, is this the policy or the statutory interpretation of the <laughs> which is kind of annoying. <laughs> and then like, towards is the same way. It's like, mm-hmm. you have to think about the values that yeah, are well, I, we, here. We should probably clarify that our towards class is like that. All That's not towards necessarily, classes. <laughs> I don't think all towards classes are, are taught in, in the... Yeah, no, absolutely. 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 They use like the restatement and everything. Yeah, I didn't. Not. I didn't know there was a restatement until after we had already taken the file, which is and wild. Then, yeah, and then contracts would kind of be the same though. I was like, I understand. There's like the UCC. There's the restatement. There's like common law precedent, but it's just your alley. Boring. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I think I think contracts was uh was rough. That's for sure. And don't worry, we get to take sales and business associations. Um, soon, I don't so. want to take them though. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not done with the UCC yet, and then uh, and then property. Pro- I, I'm oh, yeah, surprised. Property, property kind of Pro- in the same boat as as contracts. You think? It's yeah, kind of I really liked the professor for property. Right, really liked him. Uh, but it's just. It's just the topic. It's like, I don't have any interest in it. Um, and I, that, that might be why I'm kind of like biased toward the crim to begin with. Mm-hmm. I was like, that that sort of thing interests me. And that like the whole arguing both sides are like, oh, you don't really know what is justice, what is this sort of right. thing. But then for like property, it was like, it, it just seemed really, every argument seemed really petty. Like mm-hmm. every argument, like there was that one cave case where the neighbor was like, I want a piece of the piece of the profits <laughs> when it was just under his land it yep. might have been under his land so they needed a surveyor to go see yeah. if it was under his land it was just a petty argument most of the property stuff is that and like i understand when it comes to like intellectual property you want people to get paid for like you want them to reap what they sow and you don't want right. people to be benefit benefited off of um not doing anything and just but it's just so boring it's very petty it's, it's, very, it's like if there was this. one way if there was one way i could describe property law it's petty i think like add Adversely possessed my mind, though. Got him. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's, it's classy. There's so, and there's so much that we like didn't learn. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I'm definitely, I don't have any interest in property law. There's people who found that interesting though. They're, they're, they're like really interested. Well, like the stuff they're interested in is like how, how things are zoned, eminent domain issues. Right. Which like those have social policy standpoints and like those are hot topics. And you see how, especially like zoning has affected discrimination right. throughout history and segregation. And like those, those can be interesting. Yeah. I guess, I guess I should clarify that, that, that that's, that doesn't sound not interesting. That but wasn't nuisance, the base, but, that was the most of the class. Yeah, but nuisance <laughs> is dumb. <laughs> uh, the uh, coast theory is dumb. Coast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I no! I never take another property class. Oh yeah, and Civ Pro's last for you. Civ Pro's last. Just not just, not your not your cup of tea. I found that class. I think that was the hardest class I I've taken thus far. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I understand the importance of it. I I generally understand the rules, but mm-hmm. the problem is, is like, there's so many small nuances. There's so many things that might fall through the hoops that it's just, it, it's just like too much. And like to put like that exam was probably the most stressful thing I've done in my life. Yeah, it, was, it was, it was a lot. That's for sure. I felt lied to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the class uh, was not, was not on the exam. That's for sure. Like, a, like a lot of like a whole just chunk on the exam. So it was, I yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't call Civ Pro my least favorite. That's for sure. But it's definitely Let's not. Let's run my through favorite. your favorite. All right, run it, run it back. Yeah, run it back. Uh, I think I think Crim Law was my favorite uh, for all the same reasons, um, and because it was my best grade. Uh, <laughs> which isn't saying much, but you know, still sitting sitting in the curve, middle of the baby. curve. Yeah. <laughs> Based on, I know this this might be a bit of a hot take, but Civ Pro's up there for me, and uh, and it's and it's only because it, you know that that kind of stuff to me just it, like it like makes sense, right? Like all these, and it's crazy, it's weird because Crim Law is my first, and that's a very theoretical class, but I just I just I was down with like the 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 hard basis of Civ Pro, right? Like like the the like these are the rules, that's what you need to do, and. To me, I was like, yeah, dude, that makes like perfect sense. Like, of course you only have 30 days to remove. Like, why would they give you more? Because it's um, sometimes. They're like your 30 days to remove. <laughs> 30 sometimes, days unless, maybe. yeah. That part stinks for sure. Um, it might also be that I just don't enjoy any of the other classes I've taken. And that's why Sifro's <laughs> up there. It doesn't mean that I'm like in love with Sifro. But like, for, like the whole concept, it's just like how my brain works. Uh, after that's legal writing. Uh, mostly because I enjoyed the class itself more so than the actual material, and I, and I recognize how important it is. Like after that's torts for sure, which I feel is unfair because we weren't taught torts correctly—not correctly, but <laughs> like in a way that made you know was was usual. Uh, property probably goes after that. Uh, contracts for sure goes after that. I hated that class with a burning passion. Um, the UCC can kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, actually, I should my my contemporary issues and contemporary. Temporary issues in criminal law definitely goes in like second. I probably should have clarified. I saw electives. Um, that definitely should be second. And then Simpro. Because I definitely enjoyed that class, not only because of the discussions about how it affects minorities and stuff like that. I think that's a really important conversation to have. And I really appreciated that my school allowed me to have that conversation. It did not, it did not, you know, it was quite the dynamic because I was the, not only the, I was the only man in the class. It was, I was like, even the professor was a woman. Um, and I was, I was the only white man in the class because I was only a man. And uh, so whenever they needed like the opinion of the other side, right? Like, like that idea is like uh, how much, you know, white men have, have kind of controlled contemporary issues in criminal law and all the, uh, the disenfranchisement of minorities. They'd go to me, they'd look at me and they'd say, well, what do you think? And I said, I, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and I would be just surrounded by all these diverse people. And I am not diverse. And I'd say, I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I am qualified to speak on this topic at all. Still a really cool class. So that's definitely second, but that was, it was a wild ride. Professor was fantastic. She did a great job. Um, she's some. She's a big wig attorney. And then last is definitely leg. Leg rig to me isn't a real class. It's not a class. End of sentence. It, I don't believe it's a class. I, I, I don't believe that it is worthy. It is not a bar tested class. Uh, it is. It is not worthy to me. I think it I was, would disagree that it's not a bar tested class. Though, I don't think a it's a bar tested class. A lot of the essays on the bar, you have to do some sort of statutory interpretation. Yeah, but we learned a that lot of what law. we do is interpret it. Yes, it's just a more. It's like a, like it's like a primer for ad, administration law, administrative law. 
administration. Ministry of law. I guess. I don't know. I, me and leg Greg did not mesh. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was so like, there was no, there's no basis, right? I could get under, uh, I could get down with torts the way we were taught. Because even though we never opened the restatement, there was there were elements. There were there were things that grounded the law. Leg rate that doesn't exist. I don't. <laughs> there is there. We are if if Civ is a, uh, a rock planet. Legreg's a gaseous a gaseous giant. Right. There's nothing to stand on. You go right through. Uh, you don't understand what's going on, and then you take the exam and you realize you've just like spit out a, a, a tsunami of garbage, and you don't know what you talked about, and then you never use it again. That's fair. Right. I mean, Legreg wasn't up there for me, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not. I'm not talking to you know, and, and I don't. It's it's fine. It was an okay class, but if I had to rate it, it was my least favorite for sure. No questions. Uh, I I felt like I will never use it in my practice, and and then maybe that's because the like Greg professor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that so that's that's my list. My list is it's it's not the same as yours, which surprised me. I thought we would have a very similar list, but I guess uh, we both have kind of hot takes. You 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 appreciating legal writing more, and me appreciating Civ Pro more. Yeah, so I guess I just, like should... it's not it's not the professor's fault at all for Civ Pro. Like, it's nothing against the professor. Like she is a very very good professor. Is very <laughs> She got that information across very well. And like she, I don't think she could have done anything more to have helped me out. Would you say that you're just not a pro at Civ Pro? All right, we're 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 signing off. Uh, <laughs> That's it, folks. This is the kind of quality content you come to us for. <laughs> so if you had to describe your 1L year with one word, how would you describe it? One word? Jesus. One word. I'm putting a word in it just like our professors did. Bless their hearts. I think stress. Stress? You think, yeah? yeah. Like there's, there's good stressors and there's like bad stressors. But it was like I moved from Texas to Cleveland. Um, right. I knew no one. I didn't know like the area. didn't know where to go. Didn't know where to like even get groceries. And I was definitely on my own. Didn't have anyone to like show me any ropes and like i i don't as, as much as you might think otherwise i really don't like meeting new people i think that wow. is, that stresses me out a lot and like because i want to be perceived in a certain way and i know sure. if i don't put myself out there i will see like kind of like haughty or arrogant that like oh I'm too cool for school that sort of thing so yeah that was stressful but then there was like there's good stressors things that like you get excited about but then you have to like work for um so like for running for running for SBA that was like probably a good stressor Mr. SBA over here Mr. SBA stuff like fall ball like going out with friends and not really knowing what you're doing but then you keep going yeah like those are those are like the fun the the fun type stressors or like organizing ball up Friday that was mm-hmm. oh man I, I don't know if you came to it when we played volleyball oh, indoors oh indoors no indoor we played volleyball indoors one time and um I had I'd gone to court and the uh, there was like a group of students who were leaving 
And I was like, are you guys leaving? They're like, yeah. So I, I went and I got the people to set up the net. And then the manager of the of the rec center, he came to me and was like, don't lie to me. These uh, upset people just came to me and were like, he just kicked us off our court. And I don't, you shouldn't what? do that. Don't lie to us to make it set it up. And I was like, they said they were leaving. I don't, I would, I'm not lying to you. If I, if they didn't say that, I wouldn't have told you to come set it up. And then he had apologized to me. I was like, yeah, you need to, <laughs> you can't just take it out on some brown kid and be like, oh. <laughs> I was in the right. Man, I, I never heard about that. I'm sorry that that happened to you, Ali. That's I the kind of things that make you the best secretary of, of Ball of Friday. Um, I think we should call it Lawfit, but... Lawfit sounds way more marketable. Yeah. <laughs> the Ball of <laughs> Friday's funnier. That's true. I, you know, I can write it down on my resume and like make up a different acronym. You know, like the Bureau of Understanding fundamentals and it's a it's a tutoring center for 1L classes and I don't know why it's a bureau <laughs> what about you what's the describe your 1L experience in one word I I think I if I had to describe it it would be roller coaster because there were some ups and there were some downs and I know that's super cliche a lot of downs <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of ups I you know uh Going to a new graduate level education or any education where you don't know anybody, that's it's always tough. And I am also not a social butterfly uh, uh, like you, Ollie. Even though you are a social butterfly, you just try to make it seem like you're not. Um, <laughs> to each of their own. It, it's tough. Of course it's tough. And then, but like when you make your friends, then all of a sudden it's cool. And there were some total highs. Like I loved some of the things we were able to do, some of like the experiential stuff we were able to do. And then, you know, we'd have finals and it would be awful <laughs> and it'd be lows and I'd be sitting in the library crying because I don't understand contracts. And then it would go all the way up, you know, when we get to like bar review and I get to like hang out with people and like, so yeah, it, I'd say it was a roller coaster. Um, this could be, this could be because we are currently on a high point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not quite, we, we have, we've climbed up the hill, um, now that, now that finals are over and I have the pleasure of spending all this time with you, uh, oh, wow. talking about random topics, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think that, and, and in the end, it's a positive experience, like a roller coaster. In yeah. the end, it's, it's a positive experience. So that would be my one word recap of one all year. Fuck contract. Yeah, I think that the, the worst part about this definitely has to be the impact on social. I want desperately, more than anything, to be able to go and drink my sorrows away and not have to do it in the comfort of my own home. Because <laughs> that's alcoholic, and I don't, you know, I don't, that's a, that's a big no for me. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but how do you feel the coronavirus has affected your social life, Holly? I think it's like... It's also a thing of it's different when you physically see a friend versus like you see them over a screen. It's especially with people who are like, you know, there's the like the five love languages, the people whose tops are like physical touch and quality time. Like if they don't have one of those two, then they're like they're 
it's kind of hard to get especially physical touch remotely right but then like quality time it takes a good deal of planning and like organizing to have like to facetime a friend or to zoom a group of friends and even when you zoom a group of friends it's hard to coordinate like who's talking when and then you're you kind of like doing it what we did in elementary school where you you took turns talking i was like right oh, you're yeah, yeah. now to talk Fucking but like if you were if you were in person then you could have your like side conversations and it wouldn't disrupt the entire right social experience so that that is true what about you sean what's your what's your take um, on this social you know i've aspect? always uh i consider myself uh more introverted um, than my my fellow peers law school attracts a very specific type of person social butterflies such as yourself but i definitely feel like i've realized this this has helped me realize how much i actually do kind of rely on hanging out with people and seeing people physically and maybe i'm i'm a little more extroverted than i thought i was originally because of how how much this sucks like when i when i when i first realized what was happening i was like oh this is gonna be fine i i don't have to like go out and get drinks with people like it'll save me so much money and then like come week two i'm i'm sitting here and i'm struggling you know not because i have any legitimate reason to be struggling like like i don't have a job or like i'm gonna like i can't make rent but just because i can't go out like like like, and, and that's it's so crappy of me but it has helped me realize how much I actually do rely on having a social life and that maybe I'm not quite as introverted as I originally thought. So that's how it's impacted me. It's, it's helped me understand myself a little better. Honestly, like as cheesy as it is, is the good thing about being quarantined was you had a lot of time in your own head to kind of like self evaluate and, to put things into perspective that you have been otherwise avoiding, but now you're kind of, you can't avoid it. (laughs) Yeah. Now you're you're, you're stuck with your own thoughts. Like you don't have a choice anymore. So you come to, I've come to several realizations of like different habits that I've had and things that Mm -hmm. I wish I hadn't have done. For sure. I think that for, especially for dating, it's definitely almost the exact same uh, same struggle uh different end goals but definitely the exact same struggle i've been you know my tinder uses had definitely increased given the quarantine uh my success with tinder has definitely decreased uh, <laughs> because of the quarantine how about yourself ali um i've never i've never been the type of person to like use any of those dating apps because you don't need it, it. Yeah, you, okay <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like I I always found like it's hard for me to be like that sort of vulnerable with someone if I don't know you. If I know you and I've known you for like a good amount of time and I understand that like, oh, we vibe well together. Like you understand generally who I am now. I'll like let you in on a little bit more of my life. But before, um, yeah, before quarantine, I wasn't really going on those dating apps (laughs) during during it still haven't really gone on any gone on any but you know you i i I went on one 30 minutes for i was like okay like i gotta do something to avoid doing schoolwork 
So crippling loneliness. Like, yeah, I like made a Bumble profile mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. <laughs> Did not swipe right on anyone. I was like, oh, nice. I'm a dick. And then I just deleted <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely, you know, you're just an OG. You just, you are, I, res- I respect that. Um, I am the one brown person that people know. So you're a hot commodity. When things are in such low quantity, everyone wants it. Cream t-shirt of people. <laughs> no, I don't even want to be a t-shirt. I want to be something like stupid that Supreme like, like has. The like brick, a, the brick they sold? Yeah, like a brick or like a, a handkerchief or something that no <laughs> one uses. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Uh, oh, what an honor. You guys really caught me off guard there. I wasn't ready. You said... And I quote, I can do today. So <laughs> about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so first of all, why don't you give a little introduction about yourself? All right. First of all, my name is Mackenzie Kern. Follow me on TikTok, Mackenzie Kern. <laughs> yeah, t- TikTok famous Mackenzie Kern. <laughs> on Instagram, Mackenzie underscore Kern. Yep. Um, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I'm 24 years old, single. I'm also Canadian. Um, I, I didn't even know that. You're Canadian. Really? Yeah, both my parents are from Canada. Wow. Runs in my blood. (laughs) Maple syrup and (laughs) maple leaves and stuff and hockey. Yeah, that's it. She she cries pugs. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really inconvenient. Go ahead. Um, Anything else that 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 you would like to share with with our our lovely listeners? Also middle of the curve. I would like to add that in. We have you written down, Mackenzie, as uh, Miss 50th percentile. Uh, That's how we have you written down. Uh, a lot of what we uh, talked about uh, is about how law school and life in general has changed with, with uh, the coronavirus. So we thought we'd get kind of your take on how do you think it's uh, it's been progressing, uh, whether it's heading in a good direction, a bad direction, how it's affected your law school experience. Uh, so why don't you talk about a little bit about that in 30, uh, 30 sentences or less. 30 sentences. Okay. Yeah. I can um, be a little bit older. <laughs> um, I think... I mean, it's definitely not ideal, not my favorite way to learn because I'm not very, I like, you know, as most middle of the curve people, like Mm. not going to try super hard, but also like trying enough to (laughs) not be in the bottom. But um, being online definitely does not help that. And um, the motivation is not there. Do you see any pros to to being remote? Like any any specific things that are good about it and i know you can focus a lot on all the crappy things but are there anything that anything that's really kind of been a boost a little bit of a, a positive in this in the experience it's important to look at the uh, um i don't know i don't remember the phrase but the brighter side the silver lining the silver lining um well i've got to spend a lot of time with my lovely roommates mm-hmm. and, and, and who are your roommates uh, this would be Megan Shackner, Shackner? <laughs> also known yeah. as Megan Shackner, and Callan Ferran. Ferran, nice, nice. And uh, these these might be future guests, uh, perhaps yeah, one day maybe. if they ever if they ever find the will to join us in the middle of the curve. So, um, more on a national level. Do you want to talk a little bit about all the like how it's progressing on a national level? What what you think uh, the world is doing effectively? Uh, not effectively in its efforts to kind of curtail this horrible disease. The world or the U.S. Either you can start start with the start with the U.S. Go broader or start with the world and then shrink down. All right, I'll start with the U.S. So mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. Um, very disappointed in the citizens' response, but well, also the government. But 
Um, I think if we look at the world, it depends on the country, but Mm -hmm. I don't think we're taking it very seriously, especially if we want to be able to have a normal life within the next year. But um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to change life so quickly and um, have our lives completely like upheaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not a word. Um, but. <laughs> upheavaled. Um, do you personally? We're going back. We're going back to you. Okay. Do you have any regrets regarding the way you spent or the way you're spending your isolation? Any any regrets? Anything you wish you would have done uh, during your time isolated that you didn't? Well, no. I mean, right. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Next question. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean. We're stuck inside. There's not really much to do anyways. Excellent. All right. Uh, last question on this topic. You're nailing it. Don't worry. Uh, what is your biggest regret in life? Oh, God. Three um, sentences or less, please. Law school? No. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't Excellent. Know. I don't All right. Know. Try not to Mo- live <laughs> Nice. Great. Moving on. Um, Ollie, your super main, very important conversation. Um, I will let you take over because I have absolutely no idea what... It is. So go for it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Sean. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Mackenzie, for joining us. You know, we really appreciate that you took the time out of your busy schedule. <laughs> you, know, you have a lot going on right now. And, you know, Miss 50th Percentile, this is a this is a hot topic right now. And I know you have a lot of expertise on the topic and we mm-hmm. could really benefit from your point of view. So the big question that I am that we are we are trying to ask and we're trying to delve into is in regard to One Direction. So Zane and play it on me. You know what? What's her name? Gigi, Gigi, whatever her name Gigi is. Hadid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, everyone calm down. She's pregnant. Um, they they announced <laughs> that she's pregnant, and yes. there's already speculation if One Direction's getting back together. So Mackenzie, being the expert that you are, that we very value, can you explain to the listeners? Just give a brief history on like the rise, the fall, the individual successes of One Direction, and then we'll go from there. First of all, I want to say thank you for giving me this platform to talk about such an important topic that all oh. the people are wondering about. <laughs> But um, I think, you know, they kind of revolutionized the boy band, the, the, like the heartthrob boy band. And, you know, we got to give it up to them. Like before it was like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC who were dancing and all that. And they said, no, can I curse on this? Yeah, go for it. All right. They said, Fuck that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will not dance. We're just going to stand on the stage and sing and look cute. And the world fell in love. And they sold millions of albums and went around the world, all the adoring fans, and, you know, just really changed the game. Did you ever go to a concert yourself? I, I have gone to a concert or two. Oh, magical. <laughs> two. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? Did it change your life? Was it magical? It was great. You know, I really thought that Harry Styles was going to fall in love with me from, like, the back row, but didn't come to be. But, you know, there's still time. Mm-hmm. Never give up hope. That's the one yeah, thing we exactly. have to, yeah, really never like give to, up. to push on this podcast <laughs> is that there's always hope. There's always hope. Amen, brother. So you, you mentioned you mentioned their their rise, their rise of success, and we understand how their heart throbbing. So then, what led to this such a drastic fall that they're split up as it currently stands? Yeah. <laughs> what led to it? <laughs> Don't get me. Um, I think they were burnt out. I mean, they were 
touring around the world for like five years straight, like making albums while on the road. I think anyone would get burnt out and not want to do that anymore. And they also have never done it by themselves. So they wanted to try it. I commend them for that, but also would love for them to get back together. So you mentioned they're like, they went in their separate directions. So mm-hmm. no longer individual one successes. <laughs> That's the joke you're looking for. <laughs> yes. What What are the favorite songs that you have from these individual that, songs? Yeah, songs that you think are better than One Direction songs. Um. Yeah, Slow Hands is definitely a good one by Nile. Um. I like. Can I? I'm gonna pull up their albums because I don't have them off the top of my head. I thought you but were not expert. Not a, not a true Sean, we didn't do our due diligence. We we're sorry. Sorry well, to the they're all good. Like I can't just pick off the top of my head. Um, I do really like mm, "Sign of the Times" by Harry. Is a classic. Very good. And very good album. Very the whole albums. I mean, both his his albums are good. And then also Zane. I really like his first solo album. Honestly, I haven't listened to much since other than like his singles. But Mind of Mine, great album. Um, I think I like, oh, they're all so good. Oh, Wrong, featuring Kalani. Great mm-hmm. song. But yeah, there I have quite a few. Uh, nothing from, what's his name, Louis? Nothing. Uh, I like his uh, new stuff too. It's mm. not my favorite. It's not the favorite. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> keeping that one then. <laughs> Uh, so the, what, what about the future? You said that you have hope that they're coming back, that they're... Yeah, there's rumors going around. Liam, I think, interviewed, said that they were going to this summer or something, but Is I don't know how that's be... possible, but... Would it be kind of what like NSYNC is doing, where they just come back for like a couple of songs every now and then and they Is have... Is NSYNC doing that? I think so. It's one I of those they like each other. boy bands. I don't know enough about that. Backstreet Boys are touring around. Yeah, Jonas Brothers, they can't really avoid each other. Direction is just trying to emulate what the Jonas Brothers have capitalized on. You know, they have two documentaries now on, was it Amazon Amazon Prime? Yeah, Amazon. Uh, and they have a fire. Honestly, that album is all heat. Yeah. That Jonas yeah. Brothers album, it is great. <laughs> Um, this isn't about the Jonas Brothers, though. You know, I'm not, I'm not much of a, of a Jonas Brothers fan. Uh, I can respect the music. Would you like for them to come back, or do you think they're better individual? I think it'd be fun, but I don't know how long they would do it for. Because I do like their individual stuff, too. Would you say you like it better than their album? Albums um, pre, uh, pre-Zane um, Exodus. I think I like them together. But music-wise, I think I like their individual stuff mm. better. Okay, so individuals... We're going to have you rank them. Oh, my God. What is this podcast? We're ranking our one directioners, okay? We're going to hit every single single demographic, and today's demographic is one direction listeners. So. Correct. Okay. So I need you to rank them by most talented. Talented? Talented. Ooh. I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't ask if you liked it. I asked you to rank them by most. Like talented in what way? Like only singing or like making music or writing music? They all have different talents. They're all good in their I own I will way. say most talented in writing music. Oh. Writing and performing that song. Okay. Um, Take your time. There's no time with it. I think I'll put Harry first he's very good at writing songs and performing and then i'll put niall next what okay 
Continue. I know you want Zane up there, but he doesn't perform, first of all. And yeah, also... He doesn't need to. Does he write his music? I don't know if he you. writes it. It's about you. Continue. <laughs> Wait, you can go next. <laughs> no, I don't want to go next. Disagree then, um, Yeah, then I'll do Niall. And then I hate that this is what the topic is for this podcast. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Why is it's not it the only topic. Okay. It's just the topic um, of the guest lecture. We ran an Instagram poll, and this is what our listeners wanted to do. We were we were our only followers so <laughs> we chose details we i think because he's a really good songwriter and then i would do zane and then i do liam actually i might flip louis and zane because zane's voice is incredible okay. i'm on board it hurts but very good you gave you gave best explanation so the second ranking is by who you would you need to rank them by who's the best looking 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 Ooh. I want you to know that they will be watching this. So. I know. That's what I'm worried about. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. The chances are. <laughs> Give me very specific. Well, you don't have to worry about Zane. He's apparently rumored to be engaged. So Engaged? Yeah. Oh, pop rumored. the question. Rumored. Um, I think I would have to put Zane first, though, just because he is a beautiful specimen. And there's no doubting that at all. I think, I think that's something we're all <laughs> You're here. And then I'd say Harry, because my boy. And then Niall. <laughs> There's two more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'd say Louis Liam. Ooh. <laughs> Liam's just getting Liam. Liam. <laughs> everything. <laughs> He's attractive. Like they're all attractive. You can't take it away from them. But you're making me rank them. Yeah, I am making you rank them. So someone has to be at the bottom. Last ranking. Um, that's that's what we care about here is not being at the bottom. <laughs> yes, yes. Just like my grades. There's a curve. Middle of the curve. <laughs> so Miss 50th percentile this is the last ranking I will give you. Who do you think is most likely to become prime minister? Because it is the UK, not the United States. Wait, oh, of the UK? Of the UK, prime minister of the UK. No one's running right now. There isn't an election. Know, no, I'm no, so no, no. Ranking the members. Out of- oh, of what direction? <laughs> election going on. <laughs> to like actually become or just like who would do better? Who would do better? I don't think any of them would ever become. <laughs> That's such a pay cut. Why you would you say that? <laughs> okay, well, can I go from bottom to top this time? Yeah, as long as Liam's the bottom. No, Niall is because he's an Irish citizen. So <laughs> I don't want a technicality. Yeah, there you go. And then I would put Liam. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I think I'd put Zane because he would not care and he would probably openly admit that he doesn't care. Love that. And then put three. Okay. And then I'd put Harry and then I would put Louie up top. Wow. Look at Louie. What, what a politically savvy man. <laughs> why is, why is Louie up top? Liam at the bottom, even if <laughs> other guys Irish doesn't matter. Put Liam at the bottom. <laughs> no. What what would make Louis so good at being prime minister? Well, I think he's the most mature, and like he has a child, which I mean, so does multiple of them. But um, I think he would just do the best he cares. I don't know. I just think he would. No reason. No reason. Still a reason. I think he's a father. He knows how to take care of things. <laughs> That's all. Well, great question. Um, so I would like to. Uh, one more thing we're gonna do before before we let you before we let you go. Um, it's something we've lovingly deemed uh, the cold call, um, yes, which that. we are going to ask you um, a couple questions. 
and you are going to give us your best answer um, in 30 seconds or less. Okay? Okay. So I'll start. We're going to, me and Ali are going to switch off. I'm going to say one. He's going to say one. And we'll kind of give you like, uh, your the idea is, um, you know, answer truthfully, answer honestly, but we will be, um, you know, grading your performance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so first of all, uh, first off, uh, what's your favorite color? Green. Wrong. Um, ice cream or frozen yogurt? Ice cream. No. Incorrect. Uh, be famous or be rich? Rich. That wasn't the question. Cats or dogs? Cats. Mm. By what we're looking for. Well, uh, what color was my kidney in the fourth grade? Your what? Kidney. Kid- kidney. Yep. The organ. Pink. Unfortunately not. <laughs> that was such an easy one. What's your What's your dream job? Being rich. Not even close. I'm a job. TikTok famous. I change it. <laughs> what's your What's your uh, What's your favorite joke? Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Man. Ah ah. Got him. I don't think this is a laughing matter. This is a really serious turn. Um, I agree. I don't think jokes are appropriate. Um, well, you did ask. Thank you. Uh, we are going to give you a, uh, a C plus for your uh, for your cold call answers. Um, which place? Oh, you, uh, it's a little below curve, but you know. Yeah. Well, you know the answers are a little below curve, so. You got a B plus on the One Direction answers, though. So, yeah, so it averages so, B. <laughs> so uh, you have officially, you are successfully middle of the curve, uh, Mackenzie. Congratulations. Um, is there anything? Average. Is there anything you'd want to say to our listeners? Any 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 words of wisdom before we before we kick you out of here? Um, stay safe, stay clean, wash some hands. Um, follow me on TikTok. Excellent. Do you want to plug your what's uh, what's your what's your TikTok? Mackenzie Kern thirty three. Wow, a very Creative, yep. Well, well designed. Was my soccer number? If you're wondering. Mm. If you have me back again, can we talk about something different, less embarrassing? No. Why is that embarrassing? You are the you are the resident expert. We're just talking about something you're passionate about. All right, fair enough. We'll talk about <laughs> D three athletics next time. Yes. You can tell us all about what it's like to be a D three athlete. Yeah, make sure to uh, feature us on your TikTok. All right. Yeah. It is, it is with the, the sponsorship. Correct. <laughs> Sponsored by Mackenzie Kern 33. All right. Well, thanks for having me, guys. You're, you're welcome. Stay we middle of the curve. <laughs> hey, stay middle of the curve. Definitely did after those exams. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. Same. Bye, Mackenzie. Thank you. Bye. Ali, it's very possible. Let's say it's probable. Mm. It's possible that someone listening to this might be thinking of law school. Mm. Do you have any words of advice? Words of advice. Um, I would go, I, honestly, I think I would go to a school not based on its ranking, but probably based on like, if you feel like you fit in and like, this is a place where you like the people and you like the experience. Like I had, I had gotten into fairly, you know, humble brag here. I had gotten into Ooh. like pretty high ranks. But when I went to go visit their campuses and I would talk to students, they would literally tell me that if you're expecting to make friends here, don't. Everyone here is your competition and you should treat them as such. And that wasn't what I wanted from my experience. Like I wanted to genuinely learn. I wanted to learn what this profession is like. I don't have any lawyers in any of my extended family. So I wanted to learn how I can pave my own path. And I wanted to know I fit in. And like when you come from like a a predominantly, um, 
I don't know if I would say Middle Eastern, but it was a very diverse undergrad in Texas. Mm -hmm. Like you knew any other school that you went to wasn't going to be like this. So you wanted to fit in and not feel like you stood out like a sore thumb just because you looked a certain way. And I, I am, I'm glad I went to um, case. I don't, I don't think I regret that decision at all. Like a lot sure. of people are like, Oh, we have to write a summary judgment. I regret going to law school, <laughs> this law school every day. I'm like, calm down. There's like, there's so many other things that they do. And then like you get, they, they do the most, they work with you so much. And it's just, I'm very appreciative of what they do. So I'm glad I made that decision. Wow. Very nice. I, I feel inspired to go to law school all over again. After Thank after you. Hearing. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Wow, Ali, we sure talked about a lot of a lot of very important topics today. That we did, you know. Who knew that One Direction was trying to copy the Jonas Brothers? I, I for one, didn't know anything about that. So... I- I hope you. I hope you learned everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I can say I am now. <laughs> I am now a One Directioner. I'm. I'm. I've been. I know that I. I'm not supposed to like Liam, right? Yes. Apparently, I'm not supposed to like Liam, so I don't like Liam. But yeah, I just you know, I think that this this has been a very important conversation. Uh, I do want to say just one more time uh, for the lovely people at home that this was not legal advice in any way. Absolutely not. Um, please don't sue us. Um, we cannot represent ourselves in court yet. Um, Pro se. <laughs> that's oh, that is true. That's that's fair. I wonder if they can, because you can get disbarred, or you can get you can get in serious trouble for acting as a lawyer. But we'd be pro se. Unimportant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't legal advice. Please don't sue us. Um, we're very poor. We're just students. But I think that I think I think we're done here, Ali. So I guess until next time, this is Sean. And this is Ali. Remember, we're just trying to vibe and remember. <laughs> Being above the curve is for is nerds. And for dummies. <laughs> Don't be either one. God damn it. Nice. That was fucking spot on. <laughs> <laughs>